0: I found 1212 right after I miscarried our first baby, and I got connected with them. And before 1212, I felt very alone. After I got connected with the podcasts and the small groups, I had people to come alongside with me
1: in this journey that I'm on. Impact stories like this one are only made possible by donors like you. To donate to 1212 Ministries, text the word 12 to 345-345. Thanks so much for partnering with us
0: having people around you and people who encourage you and remind you um of of what you're doing and why you're doing it I think is is so it's just good for the soul to have that and also just remembering the calling I think because sometimes your cheerleaders aren't going to be around um Mm -hmm. and you're not going to have people like applauding you and And so just coming back and remembering the call that God has on my life, I think is such an important cornerstone for me to to keep going and and keep going and and just to be obedient to that call.
1: Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to the Purpose Beyond Motherhood podcast, where we shine light on the 12 puzzle pieces of purpose. This week's episode is all about being called into ministry with Anita Abraham. So you guys, my name is Nicole. I'm your host and enjoy this episode with Anita Abraham. Thank you for chatting with us today. Um, You know, you guys, I have to tell you really quick, I had the privilege of meeting Anita at a Nameless collaborative event. So just quick shout out to Nameless. Yes love them so much. They're so great. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, you know, Anita, you live on mission, and you have a beautiful ministry. You're Mm -hmm. an excellent writer, you know, and I'm just (laughs) thrilled to talk just to talk to you today. And just thank you for your heart. And that Mm -hmm. all you do for the kingdom. Oh, thank you so much, Nicole. Thanks for saying all of that. So true. So (laughs) on today's episode, you know, we're just gonna start just talking about being called to ministry. And this is a topic after my own heart, um, really just because for years, like I prayed, I cried, I begged, I fought, (laughs) I did all Mm -hmm. the things, you know, Mm -hmm. to work in ministry. And boy, (laughs) you know, did I learn, really learn, you know, what ministry truly was. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and so, you know, there is nothing larger or more significant than the kingdom of God and our Mm -hmm. privilege just to serve and advance the mission. You know, whether we represent Jesus on staff at at a church or we serve, you know, somewhere in the marketplace, like we are all on the same team. And Mm -hmm. I would just love to share a couple of Bible verses and then we'll jump right in. Sounds good. So Isaiah six, eight says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, "Here I am, send me in galatians five thirteen you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh, rather serve one another humbly in love. love that so powerful, it's so powerful and second corinthians four one therefore, since we have this ministry because we were shown mercy. We do not give up. Anita, tell everyone a little bit about you and just like all the things and what you do. (laughs) All the things.
0: Let's see. (laughs) Well, um, just a little bit about me that people may not know just from hearing my voice, um, obviously, on your podcast, is that my parents are actually they came from India Um, In the late 60s, but um, I was born and brought up in the great state of Texas and um, just have really lived here my entire life. Um, I graduated from nursing school, and so I have a career in nursing. I'm not on the front lines or anything, but what I've been doing is research for the past 20-something years, and I I love that. I'm so thankful for my career, Um, but really where my heart has been um, probably more recently is with ministry, and I serve, my husband and I serve as elders at our church, and we're in marriage ministry together, which I love. We've been married for 19 years. His name is Lance, and he is a great guy, and I'm so blessed to have him in my life. Um, but also probably more um, recently than that is that I uh, started a women's ministry group probably um, about nine years ago. And it's called Whispers and Fringes. And we just do some teaching and writing and community study. And um, I'm just thankful just for for really what God has
1: done in my life. And, and our lives are full. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Love that. What is your relationship like with the Lord? You know, how did you know that You know, you were called to ministry and that is what God was calling you to do.
0: Yeah, you know, what's interesting is that so I grew up in a Christian home. And my parents are such good and godly people. But I think what my understanding, though, was of, um, of of God was it was more about a religion. It was more about what I should do and I shouldn't do. And I think once I got to college, and was kind of more on my own. I think I really began to understand that that this God of the universe wants to have a relationship with me. And so um, I think that's where my walk really began, and it's pretty much evolved ever since that. So in regards to ministry, it was kind of the same thing, whereas growing up in the church, especially kind of in a small Indian church that I was in, you kind of have the opportunity to do lots of things. And so I was in praise and worship um, for, uh, for a lot of that time, and that's actually how my husband and I even met. But then... It was interesting because God just kept nudging me. We kind of had stepped away from worship ministry. And then I just kept feeling this nudge to start a Bible study, which I knew was God, because that was not anything that was on my radar. In fact, I had a ton of insecurities about speaking and even just about relationships with, <laughs> with women and with people. And it's just so it was I knew it was God calling me and that nudge would not go away. So, um, yeah, I think that's kind of where it
1: started, um, really, for me. That's good. And how do you continue this journey? Because ministry is hard. It is so hard. Yes. And I think that that's something that people sometimes don't realize. Um, you know, just the amount of time, the mental, mm-hmm. physical, yeah, it and is, even it just is spiritual and, and I'm glad
0: you said that because that's real. That yeah. is
1: just real.
0: And so for me, I think, um, thankfully, I have, I, I think I have a couple of things. I have, first of all, a really great community around me. I have a great team of people in, in the women's ministry. And then I serve on a great team at church and, you know, just having people around you and people who encourage you and remind you, um, of, of what you're doing and why you're doing it, I think is, is so it's just good for the soul to have that. And also just remembering the calling, I think, because sometimes your cheerleaders aren't going to be around. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're not going to have people like applauding you. And and so just coming back and remembering the call that God has on my life, I think is such an important cornerstone for me to to keep going and and keep going and and just to be
1: obedient to that call. Oh, yeah. So good. Do you feel the need that you have to be perfect? Because, you know, Uh, just sometimes like you think. Because you know you're in church, you're in ministry, like you have to you know like you're representing God, <laughs> you know you're representing yes. Christ, and so do you ever feel that pressure you know to to be perfect? yes,
0: and I think that's something that was kind of ingrained in me, even as a kid, um again, kind of coming back to this idea of religion. Um, you know, I was, I needed to do all of the right things and say all of the right things. And then I was a good Christian. And it's funny, even with this whole, um, Enneagram thing, you know, like it kind of confirmed <laughs> that's still a huge part of my personality. I'm a one. And so it's not something I've explored a lot, but I have done the test and it's like, Oh, that was just a confirmation of yes, I, I am truly this way, but. I think what's, what's good um, about being in ministry is that you understand that, you know what? I, I don't have to be perfect. God doesn't expect me to be perfect. He expects me to be obedient. And faithful. And I kind of look back on things I've done in ministry and I'm like, oh, I could have probably done that better. I could have said that better. But you know what, sometimes you and actually all the time, you just have to go if God if God's telling me to, to do this or to say this, you know, he knows I am trying to be as faithful as I can to that call. And I just have to yeah. to trust that. I have to mm-hmm. trust that he is going to take these loaves and these fish that I'm offering and he's going to use it and he's going to multiply it and he's going to bless it and 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 use it for his glory. So, yes, the, I think there's always going to be that that desire and that thing in me that wants to be perfect. But I know I don't have to be. I just really have to be obedient. Ooh.
1: That. I was so encouraged by that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And Anita, have you ever had a season that you were like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) I'm going to do something else. (laughs) Maybe not, you know, not necessarily in ministry anymore. And so Mm -hmm. maybe share a little bit about that.
0: Yes. And again, I love your question. You're, you're just getting real, like you're getting (laughs) to to the heart of things. And I love that, Nicole. Um, Yes. And, and I tell my friends, I think about once a year I have this little breakdown where I'm just like, I'm so tired. I'm I'm tired of it not always looking how I'm picturing it too. I'm tired of, you know, people not maybe responding how I think they they would. Or, you know, so yes, there there are these times that I'm just like, I'm I, you know, am I done? Am I done? But then again, it's just this sweet little nudge from the Holy Spirit that says keep going. And again, just the people around me will like I feel like God and I love this. God is so kind and so gracious where I'll get that random text or I'll hear that random message that's like, oh, my goodness, God, did you orchestrate that just for me? Did, Did my assigned reading today have that scripture in there just for me to know that just to keep going, to not get weary and well-doing, you know, it just seems like God will just put those little reminders along the way. And again, that deep rooted call that I just can't shake. And I just know, you know what, I got it. I got to keep going until he says, stop. I, I have to keep going.
1: Friends, creativity doesn't have to be lonely. And the good news is there is the perfect community if you're a creative like me. I joined Called Creatives and found the family I didn't know I was missing. If you have dreams of writing a book, launching a podcast, starting a business, booking high level speaking gigs and doing it all in a God honoring way, Called Creatives is the place for you. It's time for you to find your people and chase your dreams. Check out the link in the show notes, you guys, so you can join me. I can't wait to see you at Called Creatives. What is the one thing that you wish that you knew about ministry before starting? Um,
0: I think I wish I knew that, and again, great question, that sometimes Fruitfulness isn't going to always look like what I think it's going to look like. I think, yes. you know, you, yeah, <laughs> you, like, you, wow. he, yeah you hear the parable, the, the parable. We all come back to that. And it's like, okay, if I'm faithful with my five or my 10 or even with my one, that, that God is going to bless it and it's going to multiply and it's going to look like this. It's going to look like a lot of followers or it's going to look like a lot of likes or a lot of, you know, whatever. But you know what? Sometimes it doesn't look like this. Yes, it is fruitfulness because God is faithful to his word, but it may not be in in that form. It may just be, you know, that, that, that one text that you get that says, you know what? I started going back to church because of something that you said, or I got reconnected to Jesus or to my husband or to, you know, um, I was encouraged by this in, in my season as a mom because of something that you guys said. So with that, I've come to understand that fruitfulness doesn't have to be about the big platform or the big stage. It's just about that, that those seeds that are planted and trusting that God is going to be faithful to produce a harvest That looks like what he wants it to look like. Maybe not what I necessarily want to see, but what he wants to see happen to it. And I can trust that. I can trust that because, again, we are being obedient to what he's called us to do, that he will be faithful to his word and bring forth the harvest that's supposed to come out of it. Amen.
1: I'm like, I'm so encouraged. (laughs) I'm 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 like, this is great. I'm like, hey, I really can't keep going. Yeah. It's so good.
0: Yeah. And there's this quote that Charles Stanley said that I come back to a lot where it says, God takes full responsibility for a life wholly devoted to him. And and I and I'm I think that's so good. Like I just I'm remembering that God, you know, you've got this. I don't have to figure out everything about even ministry. I don't have to figure it out. I just have to like do my part and trust that you're going to do the rest.
1: Amazing. So beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Anita, will you please just talk to that person who is just ready and willing to do full time ministry?
0: Hmm. That's, you know, that's a big deal. To, yes. to, um, to move forward with that. And um, I think what I would tell that person is that, hey, you know, make sure, first of all, like make sure that you are called to this and understand too that, again, kind of like what we've just mentioned before that, you know, you may not get, you know, the the applause along the way. But if you know you're called and you know you're walking out, the purpose that God has for your life, there is nothing better than that. And even for me, you know, I still have a career, but I feel like I'm also in ministry <laughs> full time. Um, kind of like to your point that you said earlier, it's not always going to be easy. Um, you know, God doesn't still, you know, as long as I've been doing this, I still don't just always get that immediate download from God. And I'm just ready to give a word, you know, sometimes it means late nights and early mornings after work. Um, you know, it means just a really leaning into God and, and just knowing that, you know what, I, I will never have all of this figured out and that, um, but that I can always, that God has called me to this. And so he will again, bring forth from this what he wants to. But, um, but yeah, just don't, you know, just know that you're called and just know that that calling is going to require some, some hard work with it.
1: Major there, when I started working at my uh, full-time job for my church, Mm -hmm. um, I just, it was a tough transition. And what I held on to constantly was just that, like, God, you have called me to this. Your yes. Holy Spirit will equip me for the work. Yes. And your son just compels his love around me. And I yeah. just, you know, I still, you know, being a little bit over a year of still working there, I say that every time before I go, I walk through those doors just to just to be reminded that it's not on me, it's on the yes. Lord.
0: Yes. And in that good that we don't have to do this by ourselves. Yes. You know, none of even ministry like this is it's it's not if we can remember that, that this is not about me. um, It's not about making my name great. Uh, I, You know, it's about making his name great. Um, And so when we take the pressure off of ourselves to perform and to be perfect and we're like, God, again, I'm just trying to do <laughs> what I feel like you've called me to do. Then I think there's just kind of a sweet release in that, too. Yes. Anita, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you for the, I really, thank you for the invitation. I, I I loved it. And I love what you're doing, Nicole. I love the the ministry that God has called you to. And now even seeing you do these podcasts, um, I just know it's encouraging uh, women um, really all over the world, I'm sure. So thank you. I
1: appreciate you so much. Anita, really quick, tell everybody, yeah. how can they find you online and your socials and everything?
0: Yeah. So, okay. So again, my women's ministry group is called Whispers and Fringes. So we have a website, whispersandfringes.com. So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, kind of all the places. And then even personally, um, I'm still new to the Instagram thing. I'm not going to lie, but you can actually <laughs> find me on Instagram too. It's at anitha.t.abraham um, on
1: Instagram. So that's me. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I have your final two for today. Because this podcast is all about Matthew 516 and shining our light for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And I believe that God just he truly uses our story to change the world. So how did your puzzle pieces lead you to where you are today?
0: Yeah, the, I love that question, um, because isn't God so good to use the broken pieces of our lives and really just create such an incredible masterpiece? Because I'll tell you that the the major puzzle pieces of my life have been rejection. Um, it's been insecurities um, and something, again, that I know that your, your ministry is all about. It's even been the fact that my husband and I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. And I've seen how God has really just, put all of those things together and really, um, has really birthed my, our ministry, my ministry from those things. The fact that my husband and I serve in marriage ministry and in family ministry and women's ministry for me, um, I've just seen how God has used every part of that to bring me to where I am today. And, and I'm so, I'm so thankful. I really
1: would not change any of it. Um. Any of those pieces, either. Yeah. And I think you do such an amazing job at just shining bright and not hiding your light for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Have you always been that way? And what can you share with us just to encourage us?
0: Yeah, I I wish I could say that yes, from day one, you know, (laughs) I I came out, I never cried or, you know, but um, no, unfortunately, I have not always been this way. I think um, people who knew me probably, you know, back in high school and college. Would attest to that. Um, But, you know, but thankful, I'm so thankful for the transforming power of Jesus Christ because I've seen how he has changed me and changed my life.